0: Okay, what's going on, y'all? This is your boy, Leader Johnson. We are at Fowler Leader Sports Podcast. I'm back, y'all, to talk about a couple of things. Um, Let's get into the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm going to get into this real quick. Um, Let's just start off by saying this just to talk about the Eagles. People got to be patient. People got to be patient. What are we doing now? Like, what are we doing? We're, like, we're not seeing the injuries. We're not seeing that... We're not seeing that these injuries are worse than they've ever been. And it's crazy because even in the Super Bowl, in twenty, remember that, 2017, remember, Alshon Jeffries started out hurt. Um, Ronald Darby was hurt. And, and that was big enough. It was guys getting hurt. Peters got hurt a little bit. Um, there were guys getting hurt. But then you know, guys came back, you know, then, then Carson Wentz went down, I was like, oh, man, that itself, this, remember that year, that year was like crazy, right, remember, like that that was like, dang, this is crazy, it's happening, they had to sign some other vets that had been in the Super Bowl, they had a lot of guys on their team that had won Super Bowls with other teams, but um, people didn't know about their Super Bowls, the Super Bowl team was special, and I think it needed to be more of a documentary on their team, just the players that was on their team, because it was Super Bowl experience, it was it was really a team that was guided by guys that had already been there. They, they already took their lumps and, and, and they was ready to do it again, you know. So it was just real good. But anyway, um the next year at the Super Bowl year, injuries. Injuries. Once again. Then last year, we're talking about last year. We know what happened. That was like, oh my God. I mean, the way it hit at the end of the season was like a total surprise. Like it was like to jump out, like so you had to really get other guys that stepped up. And that was a that's the year it's not gonna be talked about. You might have to go back. I think Doug is gonna have a, an interesting Philadelphia career because that year has to be talked about somewhere in the Philadelphia history. Cause that's crazy how we made it, and it was like nobody. I mean, when you usually think about a run, it's usually some names, but man, I mean Ward and Burnett. It was guys that just can't had to had to step up. Now it's this year. This year's on top of the short offseason and training camp was totally that's messing a lot of teams up. And Philly is one of them for having so many new faces. You know, Jackson's back, but he's hurt. And Jeffrey wasn't even there. So now we're talking about young guys like Arcega Whiteside in his second year after needing the camp, needing the camp, needing a better a full camp, regular, needing full camps. And, and you're putting them out there. Ward Jr. You need full camps with Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz now has new receivers. You just, I mean, I just think guys needed reps. Now you got new guys and expectations for Hightower and, and Watkins. And now you look at Travis Fogel. Wow. I want to know this about Travis Fogel. What was the decision to put him in, like, to get him these reps? Like, somebody, the scouting team, people are talking about draft picks and all this. Philadelphia has more than made up for it by undrafted rookies. Everybody's talking about the draft class, who they drafted. Philadelphia always goes and digs and either gets late-round bloomers or undrafted guys. Look at Nate Herbie. I mean, people have to stop talking about it. It's just so premature to talk about the draft class. And they did a great job. But um it's just horrible. Jason Kelsey spoke up on it. You've never seen anything like this. He said they deal with injuries, but wow, I mean, this is crazy. It's just Kelsey on their line. Like Philadelphia has to be listen, when I know the Washington loss was a little crazy. I mean, you you looked at it at Miles I think if Miles Sanders was there, yes, that's a big difference because Carson has Carson had to work with Rager, you know, Jackson, he was there. But, I mean, I don't think he was involved. Him and Ertz wasn't even involved in that game like they should have been. If you look at that game in Washington, those two guys have to be involved. And they weren't involved. Then you don't, then you don't have Sanders. So, the, your big weapons was Jackson and Ertz. They should have been involved. And that that was a total, to me, in their offense, that, that's, that's what really just blew it out of the I mean, I just felt like there was no chance. When those two guys are not setting the tone for the offense, you're your playmakers. You know, so um, that part. Now, looking at this team now, like, gosh, and Fogum has just stepped up. I mean, I don't care what happens. It's time to get rid of Alshon. If you got a stud like this doing what he doing, it's time to feed. If him and Wentz are like this, you need to wake up. It's a young receiver that's good with Wentz. Wake up, rosemind Wake up. Immediately put him in that team. I mean, put him in the offense. Now, right now this year, I do understand letting Alshon Jackson finish this off. But Fogum, it's time. He has fa- And then you see with Rager, it's a chemistry going on there with some young guys. Time to feed him. Whatever Arsega Whiteside, our Sega didn't get it as quick as, as Fogum did. So, and I, and I was more than a fan of, of Sega white Whiteside. I'm saying I'm not saying get rid of him, but I'm saying Fogum has moved up because he's quickly gotten used to Wentz, and Wentz has gotten used to him. So now it's time to go with those two guys for the future. Ward Jr. goes against our Sega white Whiteside. Let's see how that goes. It's just time to earn your job. And you still got high tower and Watkins. Oh wow. I think Rager and Fogum will earn their keep. If Fogum keeps, he just had 75 yards or six catches again. After catching 10 catches. He's for real. Travis Fogum is for real. Everybody, open, he, listen, Travis Fogum is for real. So we're talking about a FCS connection. Old Dominion. North Dakota State. Then you still got Dallas Golden in there from South Dakota State. It's crazy right now. I think that, that team is, listen, that team's going to be okay, okay? Now, this year, you know, they're not going to win the Super Bowl, but they're going to compete. And I think they're going to make the playoffs. I think it's going to be the second round, Bloom, because this team has to get chemistry. And now with injuries, it's really gonna, you're really going to see who, who who's about it. About it. We're going to test the manhood now. We're going to see who's ready to play, who's ready to step up. Come on, take your pick. Next man up. Now starting early. It's not late in the season. Now Wentz gets to fill out who these guys are. Um, Unfortunate injuries. You know, I I would like to see more of Boston Scott. I was really thinking about Clement and Sanders and Boston Scott all really making some impact, but that's not happening. If Sam Sanders had a good game last game, 100-yard game. He's a for-real back. He's one of the best backs in the league and he's going to do more and more with that ball. He he kind of reminds me Ricky Waters and and um Ricky Waters is a a, a type of back he's more like and then you are looking at you're talking about Marshall Faulk to to Ricky Waters type. You know, you got to look at the size. I mean, you're looking at you're looking at stuff like that and you just look at what they have as a team. And I think soon it'll all come together. But right now, not enough people are healthy. And, and Ertz has to impact. I don't I don't know what's going on. I really don't. But they have to start getting Zach Ertz involved in the game more. Period. I don't care what you got to do. Get this man, the football. People are saying, oh, he's this, he's not being, he's getting older. No. I, I refuse to believe this man. It's just, just no. He's not getting the ball. If he's not catching the ball, then he's not. Saying he can't get open, I listen. Find ways to get Zach Ertz the football. That's offense's problem. That that's what it is, man. Now, looking at what could happen, when Jackson and if we can get Jackson and Jeffrey back for the rest of the year. Or, or at least for most of the year in the playoffs. If we could, listen, you get those two on the field, it's dynamic. You got to let these guys keep playing together. Jackson never got a chance to play a full season with Jeffrey. You know, Jeffrey has to get healthy. Both these guys get hurt. And it's just bad for, for the receiving core to have their two star receivers hurt because they can do some serious damage on the football field. And I don't know what it is with Jackson. He just keeps getting hurt. When he comes back, it's certified. I know that the game is watching this and that. He don't have games like that all year. Majority of the year, he he's killing you. He'll have some games like that, whatever. I think misunderstanding, miscommunication, get Jackson involved, whatever. Jackson is a star. Let him play. You won't even see they forget about him when he's not playing. It's always like that. But when he starts playing, it's like, oh, Jackson is this, and oh, look at him, 50-yard catch. And quickly, as soon as he gets hurt, listen, but that's what happens in football. You got to stay healthy. And that's Jackson's problem. Um, Jeffrey, they just can't stay healthy. So now it's guys like Fogum and Rager that give you a sense of, because uh, Fogum is six two, He has size, and he is being done. And Rager has shown He's Jackson-like. So that's great sign for the receiving core. Uh, Hightower showing a little bit of this and that. You know, we'll see. I just think that they'll have, those guys can all really be good. I think they really went high for receivers. And surplus Because this was a great receiving class. Quez Watkins and Hightower are not done. I really, then you still got J.J. I was we're really going to see what this receiving core can really be like. I don't think they should draft any more receivers and just let these guys work it out with Wentz. Like, he has some talent there. Arsega, Whiteside, Hightower, Watkins, Fogum, and Rager. Then you look at Ward Jr. This is going to be something to see how this goes down. Because they do have talent. It's just young. Is Boston Scott going to be a part of the Miles Sanders? Are they going to try to get him involved more? I mean, this guy can scatter around like they just don't know what to do with guys. Boston Scott, screen passes. Get this man in space. I think also with the offensive line not being all the way there, it really, really messes things up. It really does. You could just see it. I mean, it, they have playmakers, but I guess they don't have the blockers. Wins had a heck of a game, 30-28. They lost the Ravens. I mean, come on. Look what they got An the offensive line against a defense like that. Look what they got at receiver. Look, look what's going on. Like, you know, to have Sanders is a— Breath of fresh air than Ertz. I mean, I just feel like we're going to see what happens. I think people they they do know about Ertz. They are throwing packages at him. I um, mean, you know, people at him, defenders at him. Double teams could be definitely coming, but um, other guys. I mean, still get him the ball some type of way. Just get it in his hands. So people that are that are, that are keeping their eyes on him and have the assignment of him, or have to move around. You know, if it's, a, if it's a screen pass, if it's a side pass, you got a couple of blockers in front of them. Something make people come to Zach Ertz, and then you could throw it around. You know, just get your weapons the ball. And Ertz is the athlete; he's the type of athlete you could do that screen pass. And boom, he run. I mean, I, I think that's a great move for a Zach Ertz, a guy like that. But once again, injuries is just, this is this is retarded the way things is going. This is crazy. You don't have Jackson. You don't have Jeffrey. You, um, don't have Goddard. It's another weapon, super weapon, you know. In the offensive line, is only Kelsey. Everybody's hurt except for Kelsey. You know, you had Dillard and Brooks get hurt, you know, with Brooks and was Dillard. I mean, crazy. Super crazy. So, it's, it's, it's... To come out with that almost beating Baltimore, this shows you that this team... It's going to be, just give it a minute. and Just give it a little minute. You know, right now, they're losing. But soon, it's going to be a streak. It's going to be one. The streak is going to come. Philadelphia Eagles are going to be one of the hottest teams in football. Mark my words. Soon, everything's going to come together. It's going to be Jackson. I don't think Jackson, there's no way you're going to tell me Jackson's out for the year and Jeffrey's out for the whole year. That's not going to happen. And they're not going to be out. When they finally come back, they'll be healthy. And this is how Jeffrey, anytime Jeffrey starts the season like that, he's usually healthy the rest of the season in the playoffs. All right, now we got with Jackson. He started out last year, and then Jackson was out for the year. Now, it's going to be interesting. That's one thing I got to read into. I think Jeffrey would definitely be back. Matter of fact, I can guarantee Jeffrey would be back playing. And after that, he's not going to get hurt, you know, he usually stays the whole year. It's just how it goes. You know, he sits out of injury. That's what happens. But we'll see what happened with Jackson. Um, I don't really think, looking at his injury, it's going to be a whole year thing. It's not like last year. So I think you're going to get both those guys back with Wentz, and Travis Fogum will be a part of that trio. And then Drager's coming back. Like, at the end of this this season, these guys are not out for the season. People are not. Let let us talk about this. Eagle fans, listen to me. These guys are not out for the season. <laughs> Lane Johnson, Jason Peters, Kelsey. Them guys. You know, when when Lane Johnson and Jason Peters come back. Okay, you put those guys in there at the offensive line and instantly changes. Period. They'll be back. They're not out for the year. You got a new rising young guy, Nate Herbert. That's what you find out. Okay, so now this is going to be something different. You know, Malata is another guy who does his work. Um. You're looking at more and more offensive linemen, you know. I mean, oh, more and more guys are stepping up. Look at the defense. The defense just has to get – I think that's the thing that's worrying me. We need to, the, the, the secondary, we just have to be better than what They got to come on with it, you know. Slay has to step up. I mean, that money, just, this is not – he's supposed to be the game changer, so he has to be more consistent and ready to take guys – so we'll see exactly how this, the secondary, all of them, I mean, they've been okay. I got to see more out to the secondary. They have to be more playmakers. We need more takeaways. We need more shutdowns. We need that. McLeod, Mills, right, Slay, Maddox, LeBlanc. We need all these guys to be dogs. and this secondary is not doing that, they're not going nowhere. And I think that the way they're playing now, the way that the team is playing now, you get the guys back, they can make the playoffs. But they can't advance them no with if their secondary is doing that. Linebackers. Oh, Jerry just, oh, I don't know what to say. Just see what, I mean, wow. I mean, you know, we need more of an athletic guy there. I mean, wow. You go on right up the middle of the Eagles. It really does a, a lot. Like we're not used, Eagles are not used to that. Now Singletary's looking like he's doing something. We'll see what happens. Um, well, just it's a lot of guys that was there that was that's hurt, supposed to be there. So we'll see. We we'll have Duke Rowley or TJ. We'll see how these got these guys have to all, the linebackers have to all step up. TJ Edwards. Alex Singleton, if one guy's not doing it, we need two other guys to be there. If Jerry's missing it, then where are the other guys at? Duke Riley, what's up? So it's just time for that. But the you know, defensive line seem like they're the most consistent out the whole defensive unit. This defensive line is a monster. So if everybody else does their job, this team could be – when your defensive line's putting pressure, ooh, if the secondary – Start, it's going to be more sacks. If the secondary start doing it, it's going to be more sacks. That defense has the potential. If their secondary step up, it's, everything's going to open up. And we need Slade to lead that. Him and McLeod have to lead that charge. And Jalen Mills has to teach the Green Goblin. He's a champion. He's been there. You know, Evante Maddox, they believe in the youngsters, LeBlanc. They believe in them guys. So it's gonna be some tests, but believe when everybody start getting healthy. When God, you know, you look at um, Rager, look at Jeffrey Jackson, they're all coming back. Peters Johnson, they're all coming back, and just enough that the receivers coming back, just giving them some more offense is big. The defense just have to step up, but the offense. They got guys coming in that can change it. Coming back to I wanna talk a lot about um There's gonna be some stuff going on with Villanova basketball that's gonna be huge. And I wanna talk and get a little bit into this season because this could be special. Because I keep feeling this. I keep I keep really feeling it. I mean, it's just so many good players on this team. Can anybody just really look, and they've all proved a little something to you or some of them have something to prove. Antoine and Slater, they have something to prove. These are talented guys. These are not no slouches. These are top 50, top 60, top 10, top 20 guys. Okay, like Slater's a top 60 uh, basketball player out of his class. Antoine's a top 15 guy. Okay. Okay. Dogs on their teams. Dogs. Paul Fourth, rainy high school. Dogs. Winners. Players. Guys that have NBA potential. And it's really going to be interesting to see what role Slater plays. Because Slater's going to have a chance to impact if he wants to. He could be the Michael Bridges of this team. If Slater impacts, he'll get the ball. Nobody's going to get rushed for nothing. Slater can easily have Samuel's job next year. Easy. Easy. Not even flinching. No matter who's coming in next year. Slater, that's his job to lose. This is his year. to, And the guy has the talent to play both ways on both sides of the court. I'm so excited. I really want to see this guy succeed. He's a, one of my favorite high school basketball players. Good player, winner. I really want to see this guy do it. And I think it's his year this year. And I think he's looking to do it. I mean, this is it. This year, junior. You're playing for your starting position next year. You're playing for that. I don't know about Antoine stay and it. He's playing. Listen, no, he's not rushing. Justin Moore is going to be a sophomore too next year. Like regardless, these guys are going to be here. Regardless, and they're going to impact more and. No matter where they play at, more, and how many, they both got the same amount of years. They're both going to, from now on, they're going to play and they're going to impact regardless. They're going to get their minutes. No matter whether they stay uh, from sophomore to junior, they're going to get their minutes. Doesn't even matter. So everybody, let's get this out of your heads. Oh, this is somebody going to take somebody time. If anybody thinking they no, both these guys are have a chance to be NBA players. Ask Steven Senso. Alright? If you're good, you're good. You're gonna get your time in J. Wright's system. So this is gonna be fun to see. Now, because I think this guard I keep talking about guard you? If you, if nobody's proud to be a Villanova, Nova Nation, you proud to be the net you in the nation, man. If you in the nation, you should be so proud. Because guard you has been. Just like Penn State, okay? I'm going to say Penn State saying LBU. Now they should be proud. They got a whole bunch of dogs. Villanova has five guards that can play. Everybody forget about Chris Archie. Can, this guy can score. He can score. If they ever let him loose, If he ever, whenever he gets loose, he's going to show you what he's about. I, I, I'm all with Eric Dixon. This guy was a great get. Once again, Jay Wright coming through and... Getting a guy under the radar, just like he did Colin Gillespie. Watch Chris Archiegano. Then you got Kaleem Daniels. Oh, he got a transfer. Landed a good one. Boom. In the transfer market. A dog. His team was losing, but he was the dog in there, and you got him. Just like he did with Cremo, but this guy played in a tougher conference. And he is good. Oh, my God. He's showing it. And when Cremo came there, he wasn't, you know, bombing on him and showing him. Daniel's dog going to get it. He's proving it. I mean, this, he's going to be scoring twenty points on people. He's going to play both sides of the court. It, it, it's no way Jay Wright says I. He has the luxury because he was talking about when Quinley came in there, how he and when, when Booth was there, how he was like, well, yeah, Quinley could play the two. I remember the one interview. He was like, Yo, Quinley could play the two. We we testing this out and you know having him come off the ball. So now, looking at Daniels, it's the same. When you see a guy like that, yes, of course he's going to do that. Of course, Gillespie's going to be the point. There's going to be times he gives Gillespie rest. That's going to be so good on Gillespie. Oh, man. Then there's going to be times Gillespie plays next to Daniels. They're the two experienced guys. It's going to happen. Then you put Antoine in there. Then you put Justin Moore. Then you put Moore at the point. See, I think Gillespie and uh, Antoine are only two guys that are not – I mean, you could put Antoine at point. He could bring the ball up. But, no, he's more natural. Gillespie's big enough to do two-guard, but they're better at their positions at shooting guard and point guard. But, see, Moore and Daniels are interchangeable. You know, Moore plays some point, you know, helping Gillespie. And, you know, Daniels has done – you know, he can play the two. So you can put those two guys interchangeable. But Antoine and Gillespie, to me, are the two best players, the best backcourt there, period. Whether Daniel does what he does, or more, it's Gillespie and Antoine. Like, that is just, let them play together. Let them start. That is that is basketball. It's Jersey and Philly connection, all right? You get those two guys to to play together, with the athleticism, people are forgetting. People are saying stuff that are really getting to me because it's like you forget who, how. Good. When Antoine starts coming, you're going to be like, oh, my gosh. Wait till Antoine starts raining on. Antoine's going to take their starting position. It's no question he's going to take it. And I'm saying it. Whether it's early in the season or late in the season. Or, or I'm going to put it like this. Maybe he won't. But maybe he's still gonna get the. Let me take that back because it's is Jay Wright. He can score twenty points all he wants. He still come off the bench. He <laughs> Jay Wright, the only person I ever heard say six starter. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So he can easily come off the bench and still do this. Let me take that. But he's gonna be the best guard. He's gonna be best. He' gonna be best scoring guard. Best scoring guard on that. Period. And then you're looking at what he can do passing the ball. He can do so much with the basketball. People, he can play the point position. You put him at the point. That's not his natural position, but he can bring the ball up and distribute it. So, his defense. Oh, it's no listen. People are going to recognize what type of defender Antoine is when it's time for the game to be. It's going to be the year Antoine Brown, Antoine Sky Lewis. Florida is going to be a good team. Brown, Antoine, Sky Lewis. going to act the donkey right now in college basketball. It's going to be something. Like, I'm, I love Florida squad. I absolutely love their squad, man. You See, Scotty Lewis is really getting ready to show people what he's about, and then Antoine. I mean, you think they're not ready for this? This is what they've been waiting for. These two dudes are prime time, showtime, ready to play. You look at um. Where um, Villanova's at right now, and let's talk about Jermaine Samuels. See, we talk about a lot of people want to say oh, Jeremiah Robinson and Earl. And, you know, people want to talk about because he's gonna have a. Oh my gosh, I'm excited to see what Robinson Earl does, man. Like, I'm excited to see wherever he plays, four or five. I think it's gonna be four, and and and, and Dada plays the five. I think it's just good for Robinson Earl's growth. I think it's good for. The team, the leadership, I think is he's gonna impact anyway. And you putting Robinson Earl back in his natural position. It'll be he'll be a mismatch. Not too many power it was hard for Sinners to mess with him, but you know, it was also hard for him, you know, playing against bigger guys like Azabuka, you know, it was real hard. It was these are big guys. So you put him against Senators where he can really mismatch over him with his athleticism. And, you know, he's a explosive guy, power forward. I mean, put him at power forward. I just think it's the his natural and best position the way he could dominate people. He can dominate a power forward. He can step out and play outside. I mean, I could he could just do. This will unleash the Robinson Earl we need. You could bring the ball up, you know, bring the ball up the court. You know, come from the outside or inside. He could just do a lot with the ball. You let God uh, I worry about the middle, the dirty work, and you know, the defense, and you know, being the postman. Now, Jermaine Samuels, I just see so much. With Bay out there, Jermaine Samuels is about to show everyone exactly what the top 50 recruit, why Duke, why teams were after him. Jermaine Samuels is about to act. Like, last year I thought it was going to happen, but Bay ended up taking it straight over. Like, that was just it. Now it's all Samuels. Like, you're going to see Robinson Earl do his thing, but Samuels is the vet. And he was already starting to come at, at the second half of the season really cooking. He's going to be looked at to make that move. And then Robinson Earl, watch out for Robinson Earl. I think Robinson Earl, Samuels and Gillespie are the top three for sure for this squad. I just think this is going to be a good trade, a good big three. And then you got Dada and then you got if Antoine... Antoine and Moore are there, though. That's the crazy part. You still got them there. This is such a dangerous team because of it. And you looking at Eric Dixon. Like, they're going to... we forgetting who's going to back up the four and five. Cole Swider. He's going to be deadly next year. He missed a lot of shots last year. He's going to come back. Dude's too good of a player. You don't realize who Villanova really got when they got Cole Swider. He's going to end up being the guy... The I, to me, I think he'll be good enough to be on NBA radars. His his jump his jump shot is deadly. He's a scorer. A guy like this coming off the bench, do you Cole Swatter? and Eric Dixon? Do you know who these guys are? It's crazy. And you want to talk about next year? I'm thinking it's Slater. Swatter, um, Dixon, Antoine. And if you ask me, I think Antoine and Justin Moore, listen. I mean, well, you got Kalyb Daniels. Let me take that back. Let me, Kalib, I think Kalyb takes over. Kalyb takes over. He'll be the point guard with Antoine, Justin Moore. That'll be a deadly three-guard rotation. And I think it's possible Brizzy could be red shirted, but if not Archie's gonna get his time. It's not Brizzy coming in. It's Archie's time. He's not gonna rush Brizzy and no. Archie next year is gonna get all types of time. That's gonna be the four guard rotation. Archie, uh Chris Archie, Justin Moore, Brian Antoine, Clip Daniels is still gonna have a good four. I mean, guard U is in full effect right now. Then you still got Brizzy coming with um Guys like Longino, who, if you look at it, Longino could play the three, two to three, score. You're bringing in Trey Patterson. Just, just good recruiting right there. Then you get you another big guy to dance with Eric Dixon. I mean, that's a good tandem to have right there. To have Dejoku next to Dixon. I mean, you bring him off the bench next to the way right is. I think that's another reason why Jay Wright don't want to go nowhere. Jay Wright don't want to go nowhere because it's looking good right now. Nova's getting so good at recruiting. And teams are getting good. And good. that teams are getting real good, man. I mean, if you're just a basketball junkie, you just got to love Villanova. getting so much talent over there. And, with, and their ratio now and, and this era of him being the coach of the decade, Villanova... Puts people in the NBA. They put, a, like, Kentucky, we know they're used to it. Duke, they're used to it. But Nova wasn't doing this. And for them to be doing what they're doing and then winning national championship it's, see, because Wisconsin won national championship, Virginia, they didn't do, and they weren't successful at the ratio of like Nova was and put guys in the NBA. After championships, like, Sometimes guys that win, players that win championships don't become none. You Look at Josh Hart. He's been a good player in the league. Real good player. Known player. Dave Vincenzo starting for a, a playoff caliber Milwaukee Bucks. And Maury Spellman, people have yet to listen. They better watch out. He's going to be, he'll get his shine. Jalen Brunson over there at Dallas. He was a player of the year. These guys are standing and Just them standing in the NBA and impacting with an impact. In. Eric Pascal. Look oh my gosh. That was like that <clears throat> I think that's the one that's opened people's eyes big time because he was a transfer. He was an A ten player of the year. A transfer. And he, he wasn't rated big at all. I mean he was like a three star. And he wasn't really, you know, recruited like that. Comes over, loses tones up, loses weight, stronger, faster. He was stronger faster, and look how he's playing. You know, you look at guys like, you know, Booth or who have shown talent in the G League. I mean, that's just capital, you know, these are getting contracts. It's an undrafted, like, Villanova players are, are NBA players. And now you see them getting this talent now, and it's like, you saw Michael Bridges. I didn't even mention Michael Bridges. Now, because I was going to say Sadiq Bay and Michael Bridges. These are the two guys that are, they moved up. Like Bay could be a lottery pick. Bridges became a top 10 pick. And I think Bay's a top 10 pick, just like Bridges. And Bridges, look what he's doing in the NBA. He's starting to come into his own. Bay is going to be, I mean, this, NBA, I'm telling you, if you're a recruit, you know, if you stay with Villanova, you're going to be something. If you're looking to really, if you are good from Villanova, you get drafted. So, this is, you know, it's it's crazy. Looking at it, it's crazy. This team can do so much damage. You got big guys. Look, look, look at the team, look what they got. Samuels has Slater backing them up. Just look at it. Samuels has another top 60 guy backing him up. Last year, you saw you see him run. You see his energy. You see Slater can do it, but he had just started kicking up his, his notch at the end of this. You saw him progress near the end of the season. Oh, man. I, I just think he's ready, and I'm, I'm believing in it because this guy is good. He's a good guy. I think he could be a, a, a productive NBA player somewhere. Cole Swider backing up. Jeremiah Robinson Earl, come on! Are you kidding me right now? Eric Dixon backing up Diamond Cosby Roundtree. Look at that! Look at these recruits. And then you got Antoine, Brian Antoine, and Justin Moore. Ooh, it's crazy. And Colin Gillespie with Caleb Daniels. And you still got Archie as the fifth guard. It's just an unbelievable team to look at, and um, before I get out of here, man, um, follow me on Twitter, follow me on Instagram, Lita Johnson. Um, got a lot more Philly Sports Network stuff. I just want to say that I just feel like Villanova, the next championship, I see Villanova could be this one. I I think this year they can just do it. I just don't think Kentucky. And and Duke, but Kentucky and Duke has some interesting. I I really like these two teams coming in, and Gonzaga's team. I just but Villanova has three champions still on the team from the team. And and if Jay Wright pulls this off, wow! The, the man, the coach of the decade, winning another title, and then I still think that not next year, but the year after, they, when they when they get Jalen Duran, Jalen Duran comes to Villanova from the 2022 class with Justice Williams. That's a championship year. If you get both of those guys in Villanova, they bring a championship to Philadelphia basketball. You know, so it's going to be interesting to see and Jarrus Walker. Those are the three crown jewels of 2022 class. If they get those three, oh my God. Do you understand the excitement? And then don't count out. Chance Restry is still a beast. Th- that's a guy who's on the radar. You know, Mark Armstrong is another point guard. Like, it's 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 real it's starting to heat up. He's starting to heat up. But if they get Justice Williams, Jalen Durant, and Jairus Walker, that is a beastly team. So, I'm out of here, y'all. I'm Lita Johnson. This is Foul Leader Sports Podcast. And I'm your host with the most. So, have a toast. I'm out, y'all.